We solemnly swear we're up to no good. you guys to harry potter and the sorcerer's minute the fan base podcast where we overanalyze harry potter and the sorcerer's stone one magical minute at a time i'm gary roby i'm victoria laguna victoria's a little distracted always distracted always i'm gonna call your ass out <laughs> for being distracted for being distracted uh we're talking about minute 14 minute 14 this is the minute we've all been waiting for it's the title of this minute the minute we've all been waiting for. Minute 14 starts with Harry and Dudley jumping out of bed. Out of like, floor. Well, yeah, just <laughs> scrambling. You know, scrambling up, uh, you know. Uh, as, as, as there's some banging on the door. And it ends with Harry stepping out from behind his little hiding spot that he's going to hop into in a second. It's a good little hiding spot, too. Yeah. So there's a couple a, more, yeah, yeah a there's a couple corner. more, like, pretty heavy bangs on the door um, before As the door opens. it was three very good, loud last, bangs. Last minute. There's a, a handful more that happen here. But everyone scrambles. Dudley, like, moves to the back of the room. Harry hides behind the fireplace as uh petunia and vernon come down the stairs they they flick on a light there's this like old this big old gun yeah he's got a gun so this is the mysterious package from the book we talked about last minute um he's got like a double barrel shotgun this really long shotgun rifle rifle i don't know i know nothing about guns uh, neither do i <laughs> uh, i heard today on one of the many podcasts yeah. i listen to that there is a website where you can look up all the guns that show up in movies. And I'm sure oh, this is wow. there. Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure. And yeah. I forgot to look. I'm sure someone will share it to our Facebook group. Like, here you go. Yeah. I think it was Ghostbusters Minute. I'll have to ask those guys. So, he comes downstairs with his gun. And uh, he asks in the squeakiest voice, like, Who, who's there? Which I think is really funny. His voice breaks like he's a he's a child. He's terrified. Uh, and then we, we cut back to the door and we see the door lock, like the lock that's keeping it shut, the deadbolt. And it flies off the wall. The hinges. As the door caves in. Falls off the hinges. Falls off the hinges. The entire door falls in flat. Um, there's still a rumbling outside. It's very bright outside, like lightning crashing or something. But even then, it wouldn't be consistent. Yeah, I know. It's really bright outside. It is. Maybe oh, the motorcycle's out there. Really? In the book, he says that he... Like, Harry asks how Hagrid got to the hut on the rock, and Hagrid says he flew. And then they take the boat back, leaving the the, the yeah, Dursley stranded there. at the hut on the rock. There's a lot of question. We'll talk. I mean, we can talk like, about it next. An- week, answer but. these. How, how did they get home? How? 
Someone, the guy that owns the Hut on the Rock probably has another boat. Maybe, okay, so you know And he know went how... out there, like, looking for them. Like, why ain't you guys come back in yet? Okay, so you know how in, like, Men in Black, there's, like, a cleanup crew. Oh, you see, there's quote. a magical cleanup Maybe crew? Maybe there's a magical cleanup crew. Like. Which they have to come up and, like, you know, Like Marvel's Damage right. Control. Yeah, and they have to come and set things right. Like, all right, let's get you guys They home. gotta go through and obliviate everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I guess so. Maybe that's how it goes. I can accept that, right? Yeah, I would believe that, like, for incidents in the city, like, in Muggle territory, that would probably be the case. Like, there's probably agencies responsible for keeping the Muggles from knowing about the humans. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, the wizards, which is magical community at large. Someone's gotta look out for them. Yeah. So the door falls in on its hinges, and we get this really great silhouette that comes climbing through the door. Um, and we have two different sets that are built here. Uh, there's the set that Dumbledore is, or not the Dumbledore. Why do I keep messing up names this week? I am the worst. It's just been that kind of, it's been a long week, you guys. I moved in the middle of our podcasting. Yeah. Yes, he did. And not willingly. No, there was a flood in my apartment. Maybe I did talk about this already on the podcast. I'm still sort of exhausted. But we're making this do. This is a good week, and I really wanted to talk about this. This is a fun minute. So there's two different sets. It is a fu- oh, it's a very fun minute. There's the set that 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 Hagrid is on, um, where it's built a where little bit it? tighter and closer in, so Everything that he looks, looks huge and looming as he comes in through the door. And then there's the set that like that Harry's on, and which is everything's the opposite. Everything's it, really well, big. Well, I or think the art, yeah. it's just like everything's just regular size because it's there. He's not a Hobbit. That's true. They're um, regular size. He's the one that's big. They have to make things look small compared to him. Yes. Uh, and it's great. So he comes in through the the doorway. I think that this might even be Robbie Coltrane's body double. Because there are several scenes when, like, someone else is Hagrid in order to give him, like, size and scale. And he's wearing, like, a Robbie Coltrane mask to give him yeah. the kind of facial features that, that he has. But... His body double uh, is a former rugby player for um, in England. His name is Martin Bayfield. 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 He's six foot ten. Jeez, Louise. Two hundred and fifty pounds. That's a huge dude. Yeah. Uh, Wiki Wikipedia says that he's one hundred and fifteen kilograms, and then in parentheses, instead of saying how many pounds, it says he's eighteen stone, two pounds. Eighteen stone. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, who who weighs people in stones anymore? What, what year do you think this is? Um, I, I don't know what 18 stone is. I don't, I mean, I looked it up and it, 15 kilograms is, or 115 kilograms is about 253 pounds. Okay, well there you go. So that's 18 stone and 2 pounds. And 2 pounds. So 18 stone is, is minus 150, about pounds. 150, yeah. 150 pounds. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. Okay, I don't know how that works out. Yep, I don't know what stone math is. Me neither. I couldn't do the conversions. I'm sorry. I don't know them. <laughs> I don't know them. I think as if, if you're weighing with stones, I think that that's as imprecise as like weighing in feet based on the length of the king's foot. Like different yeah. kings are gonna have different <laughs> shoe sizes. Exactly. How does this all work? Yeah, it's terrible. It's weird. So Robbie Coltrane comes in, you know, and, and here we, we, the first time we see his face as he steps through the shadow and he looks up, like he looks really kind of angry, but 
we know that Hagrid is a softy. Like we watched him cry oh, yeah, in the yeah, first yeah. four minutes of the movie. He's a sweetheart. He is a sweetheart. He has this love for Harry, and so he like apologizes. Well, um, sorry about that. He puts his <laughs> he puts his umbrella away. We see him tuck his umbrella into his coat, um, the pink umbrella that we were talking about last minute or a couple mm-hmm. minutes ago. And then he he apologizes for the door, and he puts the door back in the frame. Picks it up. Sorry like about nothing, that. You know. Yeah. I really like this moment when when he like shoves the door shut. He's bigger than the door. Like he had to duck to get through the doorway. Yeah. And then and then Vernon shows some Vernon shows some guts here. I mean, this guy's obviously bigger than him. Yeah, by a lot. By like even by weight, weight and height. Like this is a big big man in mm-hmm. front of him. He tells him, "I demand you leave at once." breaking and entering this isn't even their place he's furious though i i there's not any sort of fear in his face besides his uh, voice cracking earlier right until until uh, hagrid like starts until, to approach him and 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 bends yeah the gun yeah. Like with cartoon. his bare hand yeah like it, it's like it's like a looney tunes gag like elmer fudd uh mm-hmm. and bugs, like bugs bunny? bunny like tying the end of the of the of the gun in a knot yeah. or a bow so or he, he turns up the end of the gun and the gun goes off goes off well dursley fires it he's got to pull the trigger dursley pulls the trigger which is dumb why would you pull the trigger at that point yeah wouldn't it wouldn't it because technically it wouldn't it wouldn't go just up the barrel, up, you know, yeah. like curve and up straight the where he it would just, it. it would just kind of like blow in your hands, unfortunately, so. and it would not be good for him. No, it would blow up in Hagrid's face. I think it would blow up in Vernon's face. Do you think it would? I think it like I don't know. I don't know. I think that the well, see now I think that it'd be like um, you know when Bug sticks his fingers in the barrel and the barrel it like bl- and all that blackness. It, it, well, it it blows out like um, gunpowder. What is what it is. The metal bends like a flower. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Psh, like it breaks open. Sprays out. Like a like a banana peel. Like, yeah, okay, like a banana peel. Flower. Like it just, it just exp- yeah, it separates along it the frays length. Frays on the ends. It really does. Well, no, like, it doesn't really. It doesn't like, look like, like a, though. Like almost like a straw. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. For people who chew on straw straws and get that the way they like separate at the yeah, end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I like I like the phrase. Dry up, Dursley, you great prune. You calls great him a prune. prune. He calls him to dry up. Dry up, you great prune. Like, well, prunes are dried up. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think it's such a great, I think it's such a great, and his delivery is awesome. <laughs> you great prune. And he turns the gun and the gun fires. There's a hole in the ceiling above their feet or above their heads. It's great. But Tony looks up into the hole like, what? I'm like, did that? I can't believe that just happened. So then Hagrid goes to introduce himself to Harry. Except he doesn't introduce himself to Harry. He thinks Dudley's Harry. Well, the only kid he sees in the room is Dudley. That's true. Like, because Harry's hiding spot is good. We talked about this earlier. Yes, he is very well hidden in he this, is little, very in this well little dark hidden. corner. His back pressed up against the wall. Mm-hmm. He's hiding uh, on the opposite side of the uh, on the opposite side of the fireplace. Um, I'm fairly certain that, that Robbie Coltrane and the kids are on different sets. Like, they're not even filming together. Right. Because we're filming up at Hagrid and then down at the boys, um, as Harry steps out from behind the, the corner too. So they're not even acting at each other, but it, it it's all done to give emphasis on the height difference between yeah. the two of them. They don't do as much 
camera trickery, like forced perspective stuff, the same way that um, Lord of the Rings does. Like in Lord of the Rings scenes, there's sets that are built with like weird separation, so actors are both on screen, but they're in different planes, yeah, different parts of it. Yeah. So like someone will be like five feet further Foreground, back, background, yeah. and and it, the illusion makes it look like they're sitting next to each other, but they're really not. Whereas this, I think they just are on totally different sets, and they're just being spliced together. It's weird. So Hagrid calls uh, Dudley fat. <laughs> Basically, tells him he's you're a, you're you're a bit more along than I expected, particularly around the middle. Particularly in the middle area. This area, mm-hmm. you've got a lot going on. Does he like he like Poochie. gestures at his stomach? I think Poochie. And then, uh, so Dudley says that he's not Harry, and then Harry steps out from behind the. I am Spotticus. No, like I am. <laughs> what? <laughs> Harry's not that bold. No, no, not at all. I am. Especially Harry. not at this point. No. He'll be more full of himself as we go on. Mr. Chosen just, One. And then it just makes you think of Potter Puppet Pals. And oh my the, gosh, he's the, so... The jerkiness of the, of that Harry Potter Harry. in the Potter Puppets Pals videos is so arrogant. It's like the worst possible scenario mm-hmm. for that... Give him the biggest him. ego. Yeah, exactly. For his so ego, funny. instead of be hum, hum, you know, have a lot of humility and modesty. If you guys haven't seen the Potter's puppet, Potter Puppet Pals videos, I highly recommend you go watch them. Watch those; they're fun. Everybody knows the mysterious ticking noise. I'm sure you've seen it at some. I point. I feel like we need to do that at some point. We need several people and recreate it. and recreate oh, it. Oh, that would be so much fun. You know, as, assign each person a character to do, you know, that particular part. That would be fun. And then actually do it. Like, I would recreate. I would love that. What part would you want? Uh I would want more than one part. Actually. Okay. How could you do that one part unless you record one and then loop it over I would want the rest of it. To do probably Ron Weasley. Okay. And then Voldemort at the end. <laughs> okay. I would love to do Voldemort at the end because it's just so like silly. I like it calling Voldemort Voldy. 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 Yep. Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really. Lollipop. I'm such a fan of of the Potter Puppets Files videos. They're so. It's all your absurd. Fault. See, but it's good because you're a guy. You can do guy voices. That is only like Hermione. Well, I mean, that's the female voice. I don't, it doesn't matter. Even though I don't know who does Potter Puppet Pals, it definitely sounds like his name is like... Neil Ciceriga. He yeah, also it feels like all has... the all the voices are male. Like, it's all one... him. Yeah. It's oh, it is him. all him. Just him doing everything. Yeah, he does oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, he did. I don't think they've made a Potter Puppet Pals videos in like years. Yeah, that's true. Of course, I'm partial to the Snape. I mean, Snape, Snape. the lead. Severus Snape. Plus, uh, plus, as people will come to find out as listening to this podcast, uh, I am obsessed with Alan Rickman and 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 with Snape. So uh, he's so far away. Yeah, I know. That's like Forty minutes from now, I'll be very happy when we get there. I'll be very happy. We when won't we be there for over a half hour. I know. I know. But gotta wait. We're I'm, only on minute fourteen. I'm, I'm patient. Minute fourteen. We'll get there. Ends with Harry stepping out of the shadows. It does, out of his good hiding spot. Yeah. We we haven't seen him since uh, the beginning of the minute when he yeah he like literally disappeared there. and ducked yeah. away and then like you kind of forgot about him for like almost the whole minute. I really like the Dursleys interacting with Hagrid. 
I like like Muggle community butting up against the Wizarding community. Coming, they're clashing with things that they don't understand. Really, you're right. You're right. Um, a different, especially with there. Hagrid, because like you know, for one thing, like Petunia knows witches and wizards. Like she met the Potters, but coming face to face with Hagrid is a whole new. Experience. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they don't know that he's technically not a wizard. No, but he's he looks too big to be human. Yes. He's definitely something else. Mm-hmm. Even if they can't place it or they don't know anything about, like, think, you know, that type of stuff. They definitely know, like, okay, this, this I think guy Harry is only huge. comes up to, I think Harry only comes up to Hagrid's waist. Good lord. Yeah. Well, I think that's just for this. Like, I think yeah. in the books, isn't he, like, ten foot, foot something? Foot? I think he's, like, really tall. Like, almost another half a man higher than anyone That's else. scary to think about. Because, he picked because, up his dad uh, with one hand as a child. Yes. Like, That's a scary huge. thought to think about, because when he starts, uh, wooing or courting, uh, what's her name, in Goblet of Fire. Yeah. She's a full giant. No, she's not. I thought she was full. No. Isn't she big? Don't they describe her as bigger than him? Uh, they do, and he asks her if she's a half-giant, and she gets really offended. Oh, that's right. Okay. You're right, you're right. She doesn't get offended, which leads me to believe that she Well, that doesn't happen is, in the- that does, I don't think that even happens in the movie. Aw. That's yeah. true, but she is huge in the movie. She is. She's, she's taller big than like him. him. Yeah, yeah. She's she taller than bigger him than him in the movie, movie even. It's really funny. I find that crazy. If he's supposed to be like ten feet in the you know description in the book, then good lord, how tall is how big is she? I, I think I'm exaggerating that number. I don't really know how tall he's supposed to be. Still, isn't still she's gaunt? Huge. Not gaunt. Grop, grop, like sixteen feet. Bigger, yeah, bigger and than he's a, bigger than he's Hagrid. a runt. Yeah. Oh god, and he's a full giant. That's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. So huge! It's terrifying. Giants are enormous. And how old is Grop supposed to be? And he's that big. Know. He's like a baby. I don't think he's or a like baby. not baby. He's little. He's young. He's supposed to be he young. is young. He is young. It's his little brother. I don't think we know how old. I mean, Hagrid's not young. No, he's not. Hagrid's in his sixties. He went to school a long time ago. Mm-hmm. He went to school at the same time as Tom Riddle. Do you think they were in the same year? I suppose they could be. If it, I mean, it's around. Well, actually, I think Tom's a prefect, so he'd have to be fifth year. So they're not the same age. Tom's a little bit older, but they're almost, they're close in age. Close enough that they could, like, they would have known each other or could have seen each other in the halls. They interacted, yeah. We see in flashbacks in the next movie. Yeah. That's scary. It is scary. Tom Riddle in school. Some people on the on our Facebook group posited that the reason that um, McGonagall didn't trust him, Hagrid, with something as important as Harry, was because of the incident of the Chamber of Secrets 50 years ago. And I realized that I guess no one other than Dumbledore has any suspicion that it wasn't Hagrid's fault. Yeah. Um, Dumbledore has a tendency to, like petition on the side of witches and wizards that he likes from Hogwarts even if they get into trouble. Right. He's like, you're not, you're breaking all the rules, but I like you. I like you. So, I'll let it slide. (laughs) Yeah. 
I mean, that's not necessarily the right way to go about things, but you know. Nah, he's in control. But yeah, I mean, I sort of get this. He sense. knows what he's doing. Dumbledore almost have this has this kind of like omniscient, omnipresent sense at Hogwarts. I feel like he's like always just around the corner. <laughs> I mean, I know he's not actually. It's he. He's got those uh, ears that uh, the Weasleys <laughs> the extendable ears, <laughs> extendable ears all around I, Hogwarts. <laughs> I could see. Dumbledore having fun with extendable ears. Right? No kidding. I, I think I that really he's would. very, he is very, like, whimsical in the book sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, he's very, like, um, like, he, he's, he's one of those, uh, like, like, uh, like, whenever you were in school and you had that sense of, like, this is a really cool teacher that you could actually yeah. go to and trust. He definitely has that sense of, like, he's not so stuffy. A lot of fan fiction and, like, fan art depicting Dumbledore, he's always kind of a little off his rocker. Well, I mean, th- those the th- the comics that you like on Tumblr, they're, they're a little... Well, they're more than a little exaggerated. Have you but seen they're, they're the, very entertaining. There's the, the Mirror of Erised one. Yes. Where he sees the socks, and they're really great socks. <laughs> his, uh... His, his sexy socks? I'll show, well, we're not there yet. We'll, <laughs> there, I'll post that one when we there's get There's the one where he has, like, uh... Like, fishnets on yeah yeah that's ridiculous um it's a very powerful beer or something like that harry potter fan-made stuff Mm. is hilarious like i mean those comics potter Potter puppet pals uh they're great yeah uh and I've been kind of like trolling around the internet, like looking for that kind of stuff because it's very entertaining. Yeah. Even if it obviously it's just fans having fun with it, but why not? I mean, that's it's, what it's the a- old extended universe was for, Lord, uh, for, for Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. It's just people having fun with stuff. Yeah. Why not have fun with something that Some people has would magic say that Star Wars is it. still just glorified fan fiction, but I mean, I'm not on that side. No, me neither. I mean, it, there's a story to it, and it's all canonized, and yeah. it's fine, and it's... It all fits together. If you don't like it, too bad. Yeah, whatever. Get out of here. That's like people who get upset when they make remakes. Like, I hope that years and years from now that there's never talk of, like, a remake of Harry Potter. You don't think there's gonna ever be a remake of Harry Potter? I don't think... Th- I mean, not ever... I I'm definitely agree that not everything needs to be remade. Because at this point, you, you're just remaking the same, Did- like, so many movies over and over again. I mean, that's... Most movies that come out aren't original content anymore. That's true. I mean, that's true. I want a Harry Potter TV series. So that'd be more fascinating to me. Would be to give see me a like TV series. every book is an eight episode miniseries. Yeah. Okay. I like that better. Drop them so in. That's like... that's fine. That's something totally different. You're 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 doing a different uh, type of media. Yeah. As opposed to like rebooting like the movie franchise and let's do yeah, this all over again. I don't know. I don't think I need that. Yeah, I think that there are some big franchise things that I would like to assume aren't going to get retouched and rebooted, but. I mean, On a long enough time scale, I think all of it's going to happen. It, it doesn't bother me. I just think it's hilarious how people get so upset. Uh, like, I'll, I'll use Ghostbusters as an example. It's Everyone hates my childhood. On... Like, yeah. shut up. It's like, your childhood is still there. Down. Um, I'm sorry. We're all original 
copies of this movie were they destroyed? Yep. N- no, I don't they think were they were replaced. So if you go pop you can in watch your old it anytime VHS, you want. It'll play the new 2016 one. It's backwards compatible. Freaking who? <laughs> I just find it absolutely silly and ridiculous. I'm all like, look. It's it's already made. It's there. It exists. Whether yeah. you like it or not. When you don't have to go watch that. You don't have to go watch that. And you don't have to go watch it. If you think you're going to be bitter about it. I am such a fan of things that like I go watching things knowing that I'm going to like them. Even if it's terrible. How so? I don't know. Like there are a lot of movies that I that I have. I It's not very often that I'm like really disappointed in a movie. Like I mean I'll There are things movies. that I'm nit- that I'll nitpick about a movie. But there are movies that I can tell you pretty much going in, like, oh, I'm sure I'm going to like this movie. I get that. I'm sure I'm going to like Fantastic Beasts. I'm sure I'm going to like Rogue One. I'm so excited for Fantastic Beasts. It's already happened. We're it's behind. already happened. Uh, I have At this point, I have not seen it yet. As of the time of this recording. As of the However, time of recording. But I will be seeing it very soon. Yeah, and we'll talk about it. We should uh, we'll invite people to talk about it in our Facebook group. We're thinking of doing a weekend edition for it. Yeah, we'll do a th- maybe do something for that. Yeah. All right. We should wrap up the minute. We've we've elongated the minute enough to make it feel a little bit more fuller. <laughs> yeah. The rest of them went by faster because they were pretty quick minutes. Like things happen in quick succession. Next week we get lots of exposition stuff, which is meat and potatoes of this podcast. Like I'm really excited for all that. That's gonna be great. Join us tomorrow for minute number 15, rounding out week three of Harry Potter Minute. Um, it's really good to be here. I'm really glad that we're doing this. It's fun. It is fun. Join us tomorrow. Follow us on Facebook, Harry Potter Minute. Join our Facebook group, the Harry Potter Minute and the Listener's Army. Follow us on Twitter at HP Minute. I'm trying to get better about tweeting. Tweet at us, and I'm sure I'll get back to you, because I cannot let notifications hang. I can't. I can't do it. If my phone says I have notifications, I have to look at them. Um, so I'll get back to you guys. Follow us on uh, at DuelingGenre.com. Go subscribe on iTunes. Do all that good stuff. Join us tomorrow. Minute 15. Mischief managed. managed. I think that's the first time we did it at the same time this week.